Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Jade is what kind of dog? She's an American Staffordshire Terrier. Pitbull. A pitbull. The pitbull comes out and the pitbull... I guess you say jump, slammed into and jumps on your dog, doesn't bite your dog. You whack the pit bull on the side of the head with a cup and the pit bull doesn't attack you. This is the plaintiff, Gail Kelly. Jesus, she brought her 19-pound Dachshund Beagle Gracie to her dog park. And the defendants unleashed pit bull Jade, bum-rushed her, and pounced on Gracie. She had to take Gracie to the vet and told her she had bad bruises to her belly and hind leg. When she asked the defendant to pay her vet bill, she told her the whole incident was her fault and refused. Huh? She's suing for $631.54, the amount she has to pay the vet. This is the defendant, Lauren Pesetti. She says her dog Jade is a trained service animal. And she took her for a walk in her dog park to get some fresh air because she works in the medical field and has been dealing with COVID. The plaintiff started yelling, and when she went over, she saw her dog sitting next to the plaintiff's dog. The woman claimed she had to hit Jade because she attacked her dog. Then she sends her a vet bill because her dog had some fluid in its joints. Her dog's 15 years old. She has arthritis and is overweight, and she's not paying for the plaintiff's dog's health care. She's accused of failing to control a pit bull. All parties, please take the right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The litigants are not actors. They are involved in legitimate disputes, and they have agreed to have those disputes settled here in our forum, the People's Court. The People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Miliano presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Kelly, what happened here? Yes, yeah, so my condominium has a communal dog park, uh, and I was taking my dog down uh, to the dog park, and as we approached, we weren't in the dog park, but as we approached, uh, the defendant's pit bull came up to the gate and barked really loudly. So I stopped, made eye contact with the defendant, and her dog ran back towards her and she bent down. And I thought she had put the leash back on the dog. So I proceeded to open the gate, never entered the dog park. And her dog came flying out and slammed into Gracie. 
and jumped on her three times. And I had a plastic top uh, circle that the my leash uh, is attached to, and I uh, sort of uh, bonked <laughs> Jade on the side of the head to get her attention. And she stopped attacking Gracie. And I then- I'm sorry, how did, how did Jade attack Gracie? We were out in the barbecue area. Gracie exited the dog park and came and just slammed into her. And then she kept jumping on her. Uh, I had a broken shoulder, so I wasn't able to separate them as readily as I normally would. But that's where I finally had to get uh, Jade's attention, and I kind of cornered her over by a cabinet. And that's when I called to the defendant to come and get her. And the defendant had uh, broken her ankle and had taken the cast off, so she had to hop over, get the cast, get the leash, and then walk over to the barbecue area outside the uh, dog park and hook up her dog. And then so I you opened, okay, so let's, let's go back a second. You opened the gate, Jade, her dog, came out, and Jade didn't, Jade is what kind of dog? She's an American Staffordshire Terrier. Pitbull. A pitbull. The pitbull comes out, and the pitbull, I guess you say, jump, slammed into and jumps on your dog, doesn't bite your dog. You whack the pitbull on the side of the head with a cup, and the pitbull doesn't attack you. And, and then you eventually get Miss Pissetti's attention. You have your cast off, which seems maybe not like the best idea. Uh, and you have to put your, I guess it's a brace, is it? And you have to put the brace back on to be able to come and get your dog. Um, so what do you say, Ms. Kelly, to Ms. Pissetti when she gets her dog? Are there any injuries on your dog? Well, I didn't notice immediately. I went downstairs to report the incident to the concierge, but she wasn't there. Then I noticed that Gracie was holding up her right hind leg and unable to put weight on it. It was after five o'clock, my vet was closed, so I had to take her to the emergency vet. They x-rayed and examined her, and they found that in addition to the injury on her right hind leg, she had a belly injury uh, from where she had been jumped on. And Actually, what they said was there's no visible injuries. They said there was, she was sensitive to palpation on the abdomen, and they said that she had a mild lameness of one of the hind legs, but they said there were no visible injuries, right? Right. There was no bites. Uh, there were no breaks. How old, is, how old is your dog? What's your dog's name? Gracie. How old is Gracie? Gracie is 15 years old, and she is not overweight. She's quite trim at 19 pounds. She's a Dachshund Beagle mix. Uh, and She's beautiful. She's in pretty good shape for an old dog and very friendly. Is Gracie home with you right now? Is Gracie there? Yes, she is, but she's off a Oh, pick her up. Her. Why am I showing a picture, Gracie? Let's see, Gracie. Pick her up. Can you do that, or is oh, it too dear. complicated? I gotta go find her. Hang on. You got the pit bull with you? J.D. Oh, my goodness. Come here, baby. Hi, Jade. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> so we see Jade, and we see Gracie. Tell me about... Okay. Thank you, ladies. I got my dog fixed. Miss Pissetti, tell me about Jade. 
How old is Jade? Jade, she will be three in September. Okay, and uh, as I understand it, Jade is a trained service animal, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. So when I first um, adapted her, I mean, she, was a, a, she was a, a rescue from uh, Puerto Rico during the hurricane. And then I adopted oh, her about, okay. yeah, at around five months old, I met her and I adopted her and then I put her into service training with me. And so she's now my, my service animal. Okay, can I ask you, did that really, did you see her hit Jade with the cup? Because I would never hit a, a pit bull with all due respect with a cup or anything else. I would, I would be pretty terrified. You know, I mean, not. it's a great breed, it's a wonderful breed, but sometimes they latch and they don't let go and they can do a lot of damage. So I would, I would never Correct. whack a pit bull on the side of the head. I'm not that brave. I would never hit a pit bull as well. So um, the way that the dog park is set up is the, the gate that she came in from was, there's a concrete wall, because it's a grill area, the barbecue area, like she mentioned. So you can't really, you can't really see, and I'm short, so you can't really see over the concrete wall. Um, and so when she opened up the dog park. Okay, we have a diagram out. here. So there's the barbecue there area, and then yeah. there's the gate right here. And you're inside. Okay, so go ahead, and what were you saying? Yeah, so there's the- you Nice see place the you guys gate. live at. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. So there's the main gate that's in the middle, um, and then there's a side gate next to the um, barbecue area um, where she entered. Um, ah, so yeah, I see. So that. that's, you can't, you can't really see. Um, you can't see it see because, but I can, yeah. It's underneath the, the, my dog. Right, okay. And so, then what yeah, happened? And I was kind of sitting on the bench to the right of the main gate. Um, and so when I walked up, um, to, to get Jade back, um, that's when the first thing that she told me is that she hit my dog. And that obviously is what concerned me the most. Um, well, I think her I words were, dog. she hit your dog to get your dog's attention. Yeah, so when I saw my dog, she was sitting with a big smile on her face, not touching Gail or um, Gracie. Um, and then when I opened the gate back up, she immediately came back towards me. Okay, let me ask you a question, Ms. Kelly. According to you, this isn't the first problem you've had with Jade, correct? Right, and very little of what the defendant has just said is true. Uh, but I did have an incident with uh, Jade last year. I had a second dog at the time, a little nine-pound um, Jack in the Docks, and uh, the defendant's mother was walking Jade, and at the doorway, the front door of the building, Jade came through and lunged at and tried to bite my little uh, dog, Sydney. And I was able to step between them before they connected. And I told Ms. Pacetti about this in the elevator the next day, just to let her know that while the dog behaves perfectly when on the leash with the defendant that doesn't necessarily behave perfectly when somebody else is holding the leash. And she denied it ever happened. And I asked her to talk to her mother. What happened uh, in that previous incident? Can you tell me, Ms. Pacetti? Um, my mom said nothing happened. She was walking okay. the dog. And that's that. There was nothing, nothing. So else what do you it. think it is then? A lot of the neighbors in the building, a lot of the owners were very scared of the, they have the pit bull, pit bull stigma. Um, and I've worked very hard in changing that. Right. Ms. Kelly, let me ask you a question. Uh, as it turns out, your dog had no injuries, right? 
And she had no visible injury. She had tenderness. She couldn't walk on her hind leg. And she was on anti According to the vet, I'm reading from the vet report. It says mild lameness. Yeah. All right. So, um, and you racked up at the emergency room a 600 and something dollar bill. And the question is, is Ms. Pacetti responsible for paying that bill? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Now, you folks are from Florida. And Florida is one of the states in the union that has a, a strict liability law, which means that owners are responsible for any damage that a dog does. So I looked up the Florida law to see if there was ever any exception to the strict liability. And there is. And the exception is something I want to talk to you about, Miss Kelly. The exception is the following. In a dog injury case, it is no defense that a plaintiff acted unreasonably. In other words, you can't say, well, you know, the, the plaintiff didn't act right unless the behavior of the plaintiff was so blatant as to supersede the dog's behavior as the legal approximate cause, okay? You have a dog that you have raised concerns about before, Jade. You've raised concerns to the owner of that dog. That dog comes to the gate you see it go back to its owner and you make eye contact and you assume from eye contact that she has put Jade back on a leash for your entry. The thing is that the person who let Jade out of the dog park was you by opening the door. How is that not the superseding cause of Jade getting out and jumping to play on your dog? She had a dog in a dog park. You're the one who opened the door to let the dog out of the dog park. How is this her fault? I did make con- eye contact. As I said, the dog ran back to her, and she bent down. I thought she had... And you made a series of assumptions also- instead of waiting another 10 seconds. No, it took me a while. I was at the other end of the uh, the uh, barbecue area. So don't go in till you can confirm that she's hooked her dog up. Why wouldn't you just wait a second? You should have waited. Your act of opening the door and letting Jade out to run out and jump on your dog to play was your superseding act. And I find that the defendant is not responsible under these circumstances. Your Honor, may I just ask one more thing? Thank you. So the defendant prevails in this case, Ms. Kelly. The plaintiff wanted to ask the judge. Now, what do you want to ask the judge, Ms. Kelly? This is a communal space. Dogs are coming in and out all the time. 
If your dog is not well behaved enough to stay in the park when the gate opens, shouldn't be there. Well, it's an interesting point, but the judge says since you opened the gate, that put you on the hook for it. So that's her decision. You're going to have to live with it. I'm sorry about that. Ms. Pissetti, I have a question to ask you. Number one, how do you respond to the judge's decision? I'm sure you're, you're pleased, to say the least. Very happy. Very happy. You say your dog, the, the pit bull, uh, Jade, is a service animal. What does he do? So she's a service animal for trained for me for service or for support and retrieval. So you don't take around and, and service other, I mean, help other people go to hospitals with her or things like that, right? It's not that no. kind of a role. No. Okay. She's, All right. She's well, thank me. you very much. You're, you're lucky you won the case. So you're off the hook. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. That'll wrap up this dog case. Let's uh, get some feedback now from the judges, Judge Melian and her husband, Judge John, for another edition of After the Verdict. In this dog bite case, we had an illustration of how the strict liability rule applies now in Florida and a lot of other states. A long, long time ago at common law, you got a one free bite rule because the courts would say, well, unless you knew your dog was dangerous and was, had this propensity to bite, uh, you couldn't be held liable. But that law has changed. Nonetheless, when you made this ruling, you were looking at causation and not necessarily the disagreeing with strict liability, correct? Right. And it's, you know, when you have a state with strict liability laws, um, there are still always exceptions. And I kind of felt that it was, A, it was her fault for opening the door precipitously because dog, dog park etiquette requires her. To, that's why she was, I made eye contact, but also that dog wasn't hurt. No. She took her to an emergency room because they had prior bad blood. It was not worth a $600 emergency room visit. And it's always, it's like 300 of it was an x-ray. Now, yeah, they give you a Motrin. I mean, literally, the dog, there were no visible injuries. The dog was limping a little because a big dog had jumped on no it. No puncture I, wounds. No puncture wounds. I think that, you know, the, the fact that there had been a prior problem between the two of them um, is part of why she you know, race to an emergency room. I have to think that. Right. Hopefully they stay good neighbors going forward. I hope so. Andrea, this is a great question. What you should do, you put your neighbor on notice that your neighbor has a tree that could cause damage to your property if the branches of the tree itself falls. By putting the neighbor on notice, that neighbor has a duty to remediate and to do something to prevent the problem. It could be cutting the branches back to the property line, whatever it is, when they're on notice, your rights are enhanced. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Sandra Luce Rodriguez. She says the defendant's son shot out the windows on her truck, which was parked in front of her apartment. The cops arrested him. The defendant's mom said she felt horrible because her kid was a good kid, but she refuses to pay the $4,500 it's going to cost to repair the window and the body from all the BB gun pockmarks in the paint because they said it was too expensive. Huh? She's suing for $4,500. The cost of the repairs.
These are the defendants, Erica and Jaden. Erica says her kid happened to find a BB gun in a field when he was going to play basketball. The day after the plaintiff's windows were shot out, her son had nothing to do with this incident. This woman's now harassing them mercilessly, and she sabotaged her air conditioning system by stuffing it up with mulch. They're accused of shooting up a truck. The defendants have filed a countersuit for $2,500 for harassment and stress. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant's son shot out her windows on her pickup truck, but the defendant is saying her son didn't do it, and he's being framed by this woman because she just wants money. It's the case of shootout in the neighborhood. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Rodriguez, you are a neighbor of Ms. Erica and Mr. Jaden, her son, correct? That's correct. Okay. And on March 16th of this year, wow, just about the day that the nation started its COVID shutdown, you find out that your truck has had its windows shot out, correct? That's correct. What I, happened? How I did you find out? Well, I wanted that my son, he can interpret it for me, okay? Can Why? You your English is fine. Why don't you just try, try yourself, and if you need him, then you can use him. Okay. Don't worry. When I be, okay, thank you. When I be wake up in the morning, I, I, go, I go to the work, and I see my truck that be, you know, so be broke. For me, it's that shock because I have just said. The windows, the windows were shattered? Yes, they'll be broke, both windows. But, uh, you know, I have to call the police because they say something, someone have to pay pay this, you know. So, and the time when the, you know, wait to the policeman, I saw this lady, she told uh, to my son, oh. Okay, let's do something. Dígame en español y yo voy a traducirle. I'm going to translate for you. I happen to speak Spanish. Go ahead. I understand. Sí, ella dijo, ella dijo, oh, como, como me sorprende que, que oh, se tengan quebrado las ventanas. Oh, how surprising. Como, yeah, como. The windows, yo, like. Yo estuviera like, bien enojada si me haya pasado a mí. I would be very angry if this happened to me, and then she walked off. When the police, when the police, when the, when the police came in, they they saw and they told me, this is a, what happened with a baby girl. I have a question for you. Do you have a police report from that day? Yo tengo una pregunta para usted. ¿Usted tiene un reporte de la policía de ese día? Sí, yo se lo mandé. Ya lo tienen. Yes, I sent it to you. Supplemental reports. They're not the actual report. What day did you come out and call the see it and call the police? That was happened March 16 in the night. And then you called on I March thought, 17th. Yes, it is because it's when I saw. Okay, that. I have a report on the 22nd, on the 19th, on the 18th, and the report I don't have is the one for the 17th. Do you have that report in front of you right now? Usted tiene reporte del día 17. Sí, debo de tenerlo. Sí. Yes, I think I have. Claro que sí. See. That's the one I'm missing. If you want, get your can son to help you. Okay, while he's looking for that, can you put the papers down and let's you and I talk? See. Tell me why you think that the defendant, Mr. Jaden, is responsible for the damage to your truck. Dígame por qué usted piensa que es el señor 
Jaden, que es responsable por uh, los daños a su camión. Porque yo le digo, yo hablamos con la, ofi la oficina, me mandó, me dejó saber que... Like I'm saying, we went to the office and the office says he did it. La oficina dice que él lo hizo. The office says he did it? Sí. Based on what? On a video? Basado en qué? En un video a donde se ve que él lo hizo. Ellos no que tengan un video, pero ellos me dijeron que ellos lo habían hecho. Not that they have a video, but they told me they did it. Okay, Mr. Jaden, let me ask you a question. What's going on here? Do you own a BB gun? No, ma'am. How were you in possession of a BB gun and arrested for shooting a BB gun? Shooting, let me, uh, let me rephrase that, shooting someone with a BB gun. I have found, the day before this whole thing happened, I have found a BB gun in the field. And so I was with my friends and I, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I picked it up. And so we went, we were just playing around with it. And then one of my friends, he had grabbed the BB gun, he had grabbed the BB gun and then he shot somebody with it. And then we had, the cops had came because supposedly the um, person who got shot, his mother had called the cops. And then the kid who had shot the, the kid with the BB gun, he said that it was me because I'm the one who had picked the BB gun up. It was my idea to pick the BB gun up and like just play with it. Yes, it was. How often so, do you find a weapon in an open field like that where you live? Oh, not that often, I don't. Right, so someone owned a BB gun. BB guns cost money, right? What are the odds someone left a BB gun behind? I mean, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm having a little difficulty with your story that you found a BB gun. Yes, ma'am. Whose BB gun is this for real? I mean, because I wasn't born yesterday. Just tell me whose BB gun this is. I really don't know whose BB gun it was. I, I for real, I found it in the field. Like, we're walking around the whole complex where we live. I'm looking, I'm on my phone, and then at, at the corner of my eye, I see the BB gun, like, on the side of the, um, on the side of the sidewalk. So it's like, it's like this on the side of the sidewalk. Just a BB gun lying on a sidewalk. You may be the first person I'm who's ever come across a BB gun abandoned lying on a sidewalk, and then you shoot it? Yes, ma'am. And that's according to you, because I wrote it down the day before this whole thing happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me talk to you, Ms. Erica. Talk to me. How do you first find out that something bad went down? The morning of the incident, I came out. It was about 7.45. I'm headed to work. As I'm pulling out, I see that Miss Sandra and her son are outside taking a look at the damage to the car. As a concerned neighbor, I said I did stop, and I asked her what happened. That's horrible. I can't believe this. I would have never thought it was my kid. Okay? Um, right. There's... Okay. She assumes this. Even if my son found the gun the day before, the only reason why Miss Saunders is accusing him is because he got arrested with the weapon in front of the field by her house. After that conversation, Miss Sandra, after my son was taken away, came and knocked on my door and she said, you're paying for this. As a good neighbor, I did tell Miss Sandra that, you know what, I'm really sorry this happened. I'm willing to pay for it. Um, Albert is my mechanic. I sent him the copy of the first invoice that Ms. Rodriguez sent to me. He found that every the work would be completed for under $300 that weekend. That evening, Ms. Rodriguez decided that at 9 o'clock she was going to decline my offer. Right. Here's what I'm I concerned also... about. Let me ask you something, Ms. Erica. Here's what I'm concerned about. You don't have the right to tell her she has to do it with this person or the other person. Correct. And the person with the damaged truck gets to decide who they want to have it done with. Now, they only get the reasonable estimate for the damage. Like, they can't go to a guy who charges $10,000 for a window and get $10,000 in court. 
it's still up to the court to decide what is a reasonable estimate, whether it's closer to your guy or closer to her guy. But what I am concerned about, Ms. Erica, is I know that if someone accused my child of doing something, okay, um, my first step would be to talk to my child. So and I did. I'm trying to understand. Right. So, and what did your child tell you? Yes, mom, it was me. Jaden did spend some time downtown. Um, the whole conversation between Ms. Rodriguez and myself was way before I had a chance to talk to my son. And that was when I... But, but why, why were you her. offering to pay for something? Clearly, you think that it was your son, because why would you be offering to pay 300 bucks? For just because I'm a good neighbor, I thought that... Ma I'm a good neighbor. I'm not going to pay stuck. 300 bucks if I'm not if my kid's not responsible. I'm I'm a really good neighbor, but I'm not going to pay 300 bucks if I don't think he's responsible. Was there bad blood between you folks before this? <laughs> not that I was aware of. Uh, uh, there Only was bad blood after. I have part, a video. Away. That video started with this picture that she took of the front of my house. After that, yes, you do see my son come out and defend why are you taking pictures of our property? I'm sorry, I'm going to play the video. I don't need children. you to give... Hold on, stop a second, stop a second. I'm going to play the video. Tell, who's the other fellow with the black shirt in the video? That's my brother, my older brother. That is my 16 Your brother. And how old are you, Jaden? I'm 15 years old. I see you. Look, 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 y'all don't got consent to our house or take pictures of our house. I can take pictures of y'all truck. I get okay. Truck, I get okay. Camera what? Look, all right, look, 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 Ms. Erica, that's your other son? Yes. Can I ask you a question? I just played a video of your son, uh, your two sons yelling at your neighbor. Did you know they were talking that way to an adult neighbor? Not, not till after the situation, no. Okay. Um, Ms. Rodriguez, you submitted into evidence photos of the car damage. Yes, it is. Well, that definitely does look like BB damage. It's a sharp object, and it has a trajectory. Yeah. Is there any doubt that's a, a bullet? Wow. What year is this vehicle? It is 2018. What happened, Mr. Jaden, with that criminal case of yours? What's going on? It was dropped. How was it dropped? So when me and the cop, oh, the sorry. police officer, was ha were having the conversation, he, he was like... Okay, well, if you at least tell me where the where the um, BB gun is, I will give you. I will drop it from a felony to a misdemeanor charge. So I had told him where it was, and he had he had said, where "Okay, was well it? now behind the AC unit." Who put it behind the AC unit? The person who had shot the um the other kid with the BB gun. Okay, so what happens after you tell him it's behind the AC unit? So they told me they told they told me that that um if they if I tell them where it is, they'll drop it to a misdemeanor. I tell them where it is. They go to go get it, and they get the um, BB gun. They bring it back, and they just—I I, guess—they put it in the um, in the um, in their unit for evidence, evidence I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they took me. I sat in a cell for the night until my mom came to come get me, and they had everything worked out. When did you did you plead guilty to a misdemeanor? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean by that. Do you have to go to court? Do you have to go to court still? 
No. So how do, how was the case resolved then? That they just dropped the charges. The um the peop the person who had got um shot with the BB gun, his parents just dropped the charges. Okay. And what were you trying to say, Ms. Erica? They dropped it because he was so innocent? No, ma'am. He admitted that he did have the BB gun. It ricocheted and hit a friend of his. And they tried to walk away, and they are they were caught in the field. This gun, the BB That's gun. That's funny because he said that his friend was the one who was shooting. The BB gun had been circulating. What were you gonna say? It was circulating the neighborhood for days. It was not only my child, and that's why the case was dismissed or dropped or whatever it was, because no one found the owner of this BB gun. The owner of the BB gun makes no difference. It's who's handling the BB gun and shooting people with it. There's a you have a, a counterclaim for twenty five hundred dollars for harassment and stress. Explain your counterclaim to me. She was taking pictures through my windows. Yes, they got upset. They came to defend themselves. I personally did not give Mr. Rodriguez permission to take pictures or videos of my... You don't need to give anybody permission to take pictures or video of your house. That's open and, not only and my visible house, to the but public. Not my children. Yeah, they're outdoors. I mean... I don't... Exactly. You know, Senora, I por favor, no interrumpe. Please don't interrupt. There's not a question right now for you. I'm talking to her. I cannot leave my house. Like, I sent a letter from my doctor. All of my anxiety and depression medications have gone up because she wants to text me at 12.53 in the morning. Why don't you just block her? Ms. Erica, did you block her? After this 12.53 a.m. That's on the yes, day, that's on the day, that is so long ago. That's on the day that it happened in March. It, so why would that be the reason for your medication to be so upped now? I mean, truthfully, if you have worries no, and problems, it may be your sons that are giving you gray hair before your time. Maybe you guys should cut your mother a break and maybe be, you know, a little bit more responsible so she doesn't have to clean up your messes all over the neighborhood. How's that for a plan? You know, uh, ma'am, did you find the police report from the 17th? I don't have it. I hope I have another one, but not the same. No, no lo tengo. Right. We didn't get a report for the 17th. I'd like to see that. You don't have it? No. Nope. All right, folks. You know, this is a little bit of a close case for me because uh, the prosecutor in me wants to know beyond and to the exclusion of every reasonable doubt uh, who shot this lady's car. But the standard of proof in a civil case is not beyond and to the exclusion of every reasonable doubt. It's by a preponderance of the evidence, which means more likely than not. And I've got a situation where one of the things that you had said, Miss Erica, in your statement is that he found the BB gun the day after this happened. But according to your son, it's the day before this happens. Uh -huh. um, so I already know there's that inconsistency. I've got a situation where you're offering to pay for it, but truly, you know, I, I you know, it's hard for me to understand a situation. No, 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 we're done. Uh, it's hard for me to understand why you would offer to pay for it if you didn't, in fact, know that it was something your son was involved in. People don't usually offer to recompense a neighbor with damages that they have nothing mm -hmm. to do with. And then you add to that the fact that on the very day after this happens, your son is arrested for having a BB gun and shooting a kid. Um, I guess, you know, they worked with you on the charges because you told them where the gun was and they were able to get the gun out of the neighborhood and that's great and everything. But sometimes 
when it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's just a duck, you know? There's nothing far more sophisticated about it. And I am going to find, I am not gonna find you liable, Miss Erica. You're suing the mom, and I understand that. You're suing the mom and the son. And you're suing the mom because you feel that a parent should be responsible for a child's actions. And that is true in some circumstances, but it's some very limited circumstances, like when the parent puts an instrumentality into the hands of the child, say she bought him the BB gun and said, have at it at 10 o'clock at night, or, you know, or she's standing there with him while he's doing it and she doesn't stop him from doing it. None of those were proven in this case. There's no parental liability on the part of Miss Erica. The case against her is dismissed. However, Mr. Jaden, I do find you liable. I am looking at the, um, the estimates and at the damage. I am taking into account that the damage really, to me, I am a, a seasoned prosecutor for 10 years. It looks like a BB bullet. It doesn't look like any other damage. It's very unmistakable. It's very pointed. Um, I wouldn't have been able to tell that from the glass, but I can certainly tell it from the body of the truck. Um, I do think that the estimate is super, super high. And my obligation is to award you what I think is a reasonable estimate. I am finding in your favor and the amount of $3,000 against Mr. Jaden and against him only. That is my judgment on the counterclaim that you have against her. You know, it's really a stretch to say, I'm more stressed now and it's her fault for taking a picture of my front door. She can take a picture of your front door. You're very stressed. No, 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 no. You're stressed because all this stuff is happening. And I think that the people you should talk to about lowering your stress level are the son, or I shouldn't say the sons, that's not fair, is the son that's causing you the stress level. It's not the neighbor who has a beef that she's winning in this court case. Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of $3,000, but only against Mr. Jaden. Thank you, Mr. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The judge finds for the plaintiff and the defendant, Jaden, the young man, is going to have to pay her $3,000. Let's talk to him. Jaden, what do you think about what the judge just decided? You're on the hook for three grand. Talk. Jaden has taken his earphones off. Do you hear me, Jaden? Can you talk to me? No, he's upset. He's upset. What are you going to do? There's, there's he, a judgment against him now for $3,000. He didn't do this. There's no proof that he actually shot her car. The judge thinks he did, and there's a judgment against you. You're going to have to live with that. He may not want to talk, but you're going to have to talk to him and get him to understand what happened here. All right, that's good enough. Let's talk to Ms. Rodriguez. Ms. Rodriguez, you're going to get $3,000 at some point from this defendant. He's got to pay you. You okay with that? Well, I wish... I spent to uh, four thousand four for you know that yeah, they already asking the four thousand five hundred, but it's okay. That's okay. You know you've been tormenting them, Mrs. Uh, Ms. Eric is having a lot of mental problems, physical problems because of what you're doing. Are you going to lay off of them now? Let them be. Let them alone. Of course, of course, yes. All right, very good. Well, congratulations. And that's Thank it for the fascinating case, indeed. And I'm sure there'll be a fascinating discussion now between Judge Millian and her husband, Judge John, in another session of After the Verdict. Let's find out. One of the things that struck me about this case was how indignant and angry 
these folks became over somebody taking their picture in public or, or photographing the front of their house. You have, under the law, you have no reasonable expectation of privacy against somebody taking your picture or videoing you when you're out in public, out That's on right. the street, or even taking pictures of the front of your house. They could follow you around all day. You might find it creepy. Right, and you people do. It, they take offense at it. You might get it, mad. But, right. You might find it creepy, but it's really not illegal. No, right? it's not. It's absolutely not. Another thing about this case that kind of took me back into our past was that 20 years ago, it might be more, maybe it's 25 years We've ago. We've been married 27 years. Right. So a long, long we time ago. We had just gotten married, so it was 27 years okay, ago. Okay, 27 years ago, you and I lived in a small townhouse, and a bullet, or what we thought was a bullet, it turned out to be a pellet, was shot through the window of our shower, basically facing the outside of our courtyard to the north side of the house. You remember when we met, I had a cat that I had adopted oh from a shelter gosh. named Clark, and he was a big black cat. And about five or six years later, we go to the vet, and he had to get x-rayed for something, and the vet that. tells us, oh, by the way, did you know there's a pellet stuck next to one of his ribs? Oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> mad again. I completely forgot about that part, that they actually so, shot yeah. at Clark. Yeah, they shot Clark. And Clark was such a tough cat, because we never even knew. No, nah, he never complained. Never knew, Clark never complained, never saw anything, but the pellet was, they saw it in an x-ray. Oh my so God. in any event, in this case, look, you found circumstantial evidence to establish that that's really how it happened by a preponderance of the evidence, that the young man shot up this woman's car. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it was tight, but what the mom offering to pay for it tells me is that she had a conversation with her sons. It sure seemed that That's way, what yeah. it tells me. Absolutely. Rachel, this is complicated. You can sue him, but if he's in another state, you have to sue there, and then you're gonna have to enforce the judgment. It may cost you some money to do. The problem is it may cost you more than the $200 that's at stake. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.